eating that's the, no that's the sexiest way to begin <laughs> begin with your mouth that full. is the, that is the best way to begin that is actually <laughs> absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so hi maria this is alex and charlie and jack and john and we're reading you a book we are the worst kind of bedtime story we're not going to tell you well, this is, bedtime story this was jack's idea because he's an absolute genius alex this is literature we're pre- <laughs> yeah, we're so creating literature. here okay this is so shall i begin Go for it. Please. Jump on that cherry. Uh, The title. So, Mating the Panther by Candace Ayres. A billionaire werepanther, panther shapeshifter paranormal romance. I actually couldn't read that with a straight face. Okay. That does not bode well. Chapter one. (laughs) Good morning, Mr. Hunter. Caleb's assistant leaned forward over her desk to smile at him as he walked past. Caleb barely glanced in her direction. He could feel his iPhone buzzing in the inside pocket of his jacket as urgent emails came flooding through to start his day. Dawn had just broken over the city of Chicago and the light inundated his glass-encased office on the top floor of Pancorp Development. Pancorp being the business. I just thought I'd put that in there in case I'd read that unclearly. He flipped open his laptop and scanned the incoming emails, ignoring the flashing light on his desk phone. Unless it was urgent, he couldn't afford distractions this morning. His focus was short-lived. His assistant knocked on the door after a few too brief minutes. When he curtly called out his assent, she poked her head round the door. I'm so sorry, Mr Hunter, but it's Jackson Ramirez on the line. Keep it together, Coke, keep it together. <laughs> Jackson Ramirez. The best name. Well, that's an arousing name. You've got this. She ducked back out and Caleb picked up the phone. Tell me it's good news, Jackson. I can't say that it is, sir. Someone's been sniffing around your warehouses in Des Plaines. Caleb huffed out a sigh. <coughs> This, <coughs> this has been going on for <coughs> months. <laughs> it's too funny. Do you, <coughs> do, do you need a tissue to wipe it? I actually fucked up. No, again. you're right. His security unit kept reporting on an unidentified late night visitor frequenting his portfolio of various property and construction sites. Frequenting his portfolio. Okay, thanks, Jackson. Up the security. Get the rest of the pack on it. I've got a meeting this afternoon and I don't want any surprises. He replaced the receiver a little too forcefully and ran his fingers through his hair, trying to shake off his irritation. John just ran his fingers through his hair. <laughs> for I... the sake of the recording. <laughs> that has, that's something John is like interpreting it for <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Physically. kind of, uh, kind of doing the worst kind of podcast. <laughs> where, where you're doing visual shit. Yeah. 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 Hours later, Caleb was readjusting his tie in the office ensuite, ridding himself for the presentation he was giving to Mike Duggan. Detroit's mayor on his company taking over as the city's main telecommunications provider. This is a lot of back information. It's important. <clears throat> if the meeting went well, it would ensure that Caleb's stronghold over the entire state of Michigan. Shall I call the driver, Mr. Hunter? His assistant entered without knocking, something Caleb strictly forbade. He noticed that she'd hitched her skirt well above mid thigh, and he rolled his eyes as he turned back to the mirror. <clears throat> By and large, she was an efficient and conscientious worker, but her continued attempts at seduction were wearing thin. Last week, it had been see-through blouses that all too clearly revealed her lacy black lingerie. He handled the situation discreetly, asking one of the more senior female members of staff to have a word with her. To Caleb, she was a company asset only and nothing more. He had absolutely no interest in a sexual encounter with an employee or the complications that it might bring about. He had unfortunately made that mistake once before. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. No, I'm driving. Caleb had brought, recently brought a Hennessy Venom GT that he hadn't yet had a chance to let loose on the open road. I-94 to Detroit would be just the spot to unleash some of his 
toys power. Caleb would enjoy getting a taste of what that baby's engine had to offer. Okay, the team will meet you there, she hesitated before continuing. Do you want company, Caleb? Mr Hunter, he corrected her. No, I don't want company. I want an assistant who knows her place. I want you to stick to performing tasks. (laughs) I want you to stick to performing the tasks in your job description, not follow your own seduction plan. Keep that in mind if you value your job here, Miss Burns. Her face burned a bright red and her lip protruded in a pout as she turned and walked out of the room, closing the door sharply behind her. Caleb hadn't wanted to embarrass her, but in situations like this, it was best not to beat about the bush. She hadn't clued into his subtle hints, not that, subtleties, not that subtleties were his forte. He was a man of action and preferred to nip any blossoming issues in the bud, leaving no grey areas remaining, but he'd also been burned by a disgruntled assistant in the past. These sentences are really difficult to read out loud. They're all too Yeah, because they're dreadful. His thoughts turned guiltily back to Sheila. She hadn't been his assistant, but a provocative feline. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to start that again. I wasn't expecting that. It takes me by surprise. <laughs> okay. She hadn't been his assistant, but a provocative feline that had joined Chicago Pack a year earlier. She had rejo- rebuffed. <laughs> he had rebuffed her almost instantaneous advantages. Advances, sorry. He had rebuffed her almost instantaneous advances, but one night, after Pancorp had been contracted as the sole telecom provider for Ohio, he and the pack had taken a trip to Vegas to celebrate. Caleb knew his pack deserved a little downtime. On the first night, Caleb had gotten uncharacteristically drunk. He still couldn't understand how, but when he'd sobered up sufficiently, he found himself in bed with Sheila. It was a decision he'd regretted ever since. Sheila spent months bumping into him and trying to get him alone at pack meetings. He neither welcomed nor encouraged her attention in any other way, but he blamed himself for sleeping with her. It had been a careless act on his part. Caleb exited the elevator at basement level and stepped out into the underground parking garage of Pancourt. A fleet comprised of roughly half his car collection waited for him on the north side of the lot, their gleaming bodies putting to shame the rest of the cars, the vehicles belonging to his employees. Afternoon, sir. Which car today? Derek, a new member of security detail, stepped out of the booth. I'm taking the Venom. All okay down here? Caleb asked. <laughs> <laughs> he eyed Derek heavily, noticing his slightly sweaty and anxious appearance. Did Caleb detect a hint of fear, perhaps? Derek had been hired a couple of weeks ago and Caleb was still unsure about the man. He'd asked Jackson to run a background check, but the man's record came up clean. Caleb liked to know everything there was to know about his employees. He ran a tight ship and there wasn't a single person in Pancourt that he didn't recognise on sight and know by name. Excellent choice, sir. Derek quelled under Caleb's scrutiny. I think she means quailed. And handed him a set of keys. They almost fell to the floor, sliding out of his sweat-covered grip, but Caleb deftly grabbed them midair. He made a mental note to ask Jackson to review the security tape footage from down here. There was something that wasn't quite right, an unsettling tension in the atmosphere that there shouldn't be. Caleb didn't have time to dwell on it now and dismissed the issue as he made his way over to his ride. I feel like that's going to come back to haunt him, guys. Do you think so? Do you I think, think that was it might. foreshadowing? The sure. car gave a beautiful purr as he slid it into gear and slowly glided out of the parking oh. lot. In the... <laughs> was there yourself, John's purr there? In the rearview mirror, Caleb could see Derek watching him, his stocky figure standing in the gloom as Caleb entered the bright midday. 